0: Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 8,000 of Why Are We Still Awake? Thanks for tuning in. We're firing on all cylinders this week. We finally came through with our promise. We have a guest today. So please, everybody, welcome Rachel. Thanks so much for joining us. How are you doing today? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys for having me, finally. Oh my God. What do you mean,
1: finally? You're our first guest (laughs) appointment. I've been dying to be on this podcast since like the day I met you guys. Um, Actually, that's not true. I found out you guys had a podcast after we hung out in Vegas. Mm -hmm. Um, And ever since then, I was like, yo, these guys, mad funny, mad fun. We'd love to just kick it. That's the energy we love.
0: Um, Hell yeah. I want to start with, you know, Rachel's been trying to get on for weeks and we've been trying to get her tied down, but she has like too many social responsibilities. (laughs) So we had a time so set, shit. it got moved, and now we're here. So we feel very lucky that to even-
1: so not true. I freaking hounded Anton Shelby like freaking every freaking week being like, yo, when are we going to record? Or like, you know, in our group chat, I'm like, guys, when are we going to record? Because I'm a freaking planner. So it's just like, got to get it in the calendar. How are I'm you a planner?
0: Just for context, <laughs> this is happening an hour and a half after the time that Rachel said.
2: Bro, a solid two <laughs> two hours after our scheduled
0: time, Homegirl yeah. was like, My schedule's filling up and it's busy. I need to set a time. And she set a time and then, then sell me and, two hours late. Yeah. I apologize. I
1: apologize. She, she did. It, um, she's
0: normally yeah. very on time, is what I heard, but I, I can't validate it. Because <laughs> she <laughs> she was one of the people who was mad late coming to Vegas, quote unquote,
3: <laughs> mad late. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Actually, yes this is why i also wanted to come on because i was like oh shit they have a podcast and then like i noticed that you guys did an episode covering our vegas trip mm-hmm. and then i was like oh interesting like you know we just met or whatever and then i heard you guys talking about talking shit being like oh yeah there were some people who came madly." Like, like no i shouldn't be hating i'm flying from like the opposite end of the country of course i'm gonna be the last one My- in no, well, well, I, other- I
2: flew in also from the same place
1: <laughs> okay but you know we're not all degenerate like you my guy so we didn't get to vegas as early as you so that's
2: that, so. That was responsible of me. that's
3: true I,
0: I remember that episode my guy selby saying, hey you don't have to include them on the dinner reservation they're coming <laughs> mad late and i was I like mean, uh it's
1: true right <laughs> that yeah, that, is yeah, true. that is true I was um, the exact same thing i'd be like yo who are these guys <laughs> like also it's just hilarious too because literally we never met like literally i got roped in to that trip so 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 last minute that you guys are probably like who the frick is this i was person? like who
0: is this but let's okay let's rewind <laughs> first so how do we know each other how long have we known each ooh, other and like ooh. let's just start from the beginning how would you characterize you knowing us
1: I would say just freaking fun friends, man. Like good vibes, good energy, um, good banter, especially emphasis on banter. Um, like, let's see, it was like the first week of October, something like that, for
3: mm-hmm.
1: Anna and Adam's birthday. I knew Adam. Literally, I think I actually—it's weird. I thought I knew Adam, but like, I actually didn't know him. Know him. What did like, you think of?
2: <laughs> Like
0: what does like, that mean?
1: Like, I feel like, like this is in, common. As in we met once ever oh. before mm-hmm. Vegas, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I know my boy Adam." Like, is we <laughs> 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 we're chill, but actually, not like we suffocated. But it's because I spent a summer in the Bay, um, freshman summer of college, and um, stayed with like my homeboy Irén. Shout out to Aren. And uh, the gun boys, you guys are all gun boys. That's how it all started. And then, uh, oh, goons. I called you goons. You guys are like gun goons. And, um, you know, I was kicking it with a Ren and his um, squad, met Adam like one off. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, oh shit, I remember Adam. And then, so when Anna, who is a friend of mine from college, um, and she like moved to the city, And she was like, oh, yo, you should, like, come through. And I'm like, yeah, why not? I was, like, very much in this whole, like, why not phase. And Mm -hmm. so tagged along. It was like, yeah, it's not, like, a complete, like, stranger danger thing where, like, I know who Adam (laughs) is. But then when I, you know, got into, like, group chat, we're, like, all planning. I'm just like, holy moly. This is, like, really random for me. But I freaking love it. And I'm here for it. And, um yeah was pleasantly surprised to see how much fun you guys were and was really excited to find out that selby was also based in new york so i was just like hell yeah we made our own like separate group chat so what? sorry Tyler. what the, What? <laughs> <laughs> what? without me so sorry <laughs> i mean hey it's just we call it yes sir nyc that's so. kind
0: of shady to be honest
1: nah dog it's all girls plus <laughs> selby, yeah that's so. kind of shady <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs>
0: Shall we surrounded by the ladies um
1: No but yeah I mean what we spent how many days there not even that many it was, it was literally like just a weekend like <laughs> I remember thinking and I uh oh my god that was a freaking adventure too Landon hooked us up with like uh JetBlue standby flights cuz again it was super last minute and uh I think we landed around like midnight Mad yeah. late. yeah Mad late. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hence why we didn't get the invite to dinner. Mm-hmm. But Tinky and I went to In and Out. Like, we got dressed up to go to In and Out because <laughs> we were like, oh, shoot. Like, first night in Vegas. Let's go. And then, like, got all dolled up and then, you know, get ourselves some grub. And then we go to meet you guys. Oh, no. But then we find out that y'all, like, just backed out and saying, oh, we don't actually want to go out tonight. We just want to, like, freaking gamble. And I just remember standing there thinking, I don't have a good feeling about this. I was like, Oh, man, no. <laughs> oh shit. Like, guys, freaking flaking on the plan. Cause again, believe it
0: or not, I am a planner. And Wait, bro. Okay. Let's, let's start there. Yeah, we need to we need to clarify. Okay. So okay. night one in Vegas, like everyone's coming at different times. We didn't, there was no plan. Like we had dinner at like 1130 and then we didn't have like a <laughs> club lined up. Like guy can't just walk in free money. Like we had no plan. And that's why we ended up gambling. Like, what plan did you think we had just to go you know out? what?
1: I, th- I think actually this was exactly the pain point. It was like the feeling of just like, oh, these guys did not have a plan. Like I flew across <laughs> this whole damn country to have a, no plan. Like, are you freaking kidding me? Um, and I think that was the part that like low-key cheesed me. And I was just like, hmm, Interesting will be interesting to meet these guys or these fellas. <laughs> Damn. Um, so
2: Wait, why was they planning on us?
1: I mean, because y'all were like the OGGs for the trip. I was kind of just like roped in. I was lured in. No, I but l- l- litera-
2: literally like, the oh, two of us or like just in general?
1: Oh, I think like in general. Oh, okay, um, that's and fair. Remember, and then I remember Adam um meeting up with us a little bit later to tell us the plan is to have no plan that night. And I was like, damn, all right, uh, we're going to go take some photos because we look too cute for this. So um, that's pretty much what we did uh, me, Anna, and Ting Ting. And then Anna's boyfriend, Justin, being a good Instagram boyfriend, and then Landon. Um, so it's just like, yeah, we spent the night just like taking some nice flicks. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then um, I can't exactly remember, like, what did we, when did we actually finally filing me like in person wait yeah, did we not meet in person connected. that day we
2: met, we met in person because we i feel like we were all sitting in the hotel room trying to figure out what to do and then it was like what clear that there? no one was wanted to do anything or like, well, we
0: gambled that night well
2: like yeah it was yeah, like yeah, clear that like guys. going out wasn't happening so then tyler and i were just like okay well if we're not gonna go out then we're gonna go gamble and we're like, is anyone gonna be mad if
1: we go gamble <laughs> uh, you know right what? now? <laughs> mm, mm, mm. But see, that's not the actual moment we met. <clears throat> now that I think about it, I can't really pinpoint it. I, what, I don't remember either. because the next, we, the next right? morning we like, started
2: pre-gaming for the day club. <laughs> like, in the morning, I feel like that's the moment we met no
1: Baby like in the hotel room
2: i feel like you guys came to the hotel and then we're just a
1: like lit. oh
2: see you guys we're going camping we're not doing Wait, anything the like,
1: so saturday it was saturday we pre to go to encore beach club oh yeah and then go to the buffet
2: yeah dude the 9 a.m like Breakfast. The cold turkey like sandwiches. Iced, yeah, the cold turkey sandwich with like the <laughs> coffee and then just like sh- shots of vodka. <laughs> it's just like, whoa, this is this is rough on myself. I hate Vegas mm. in that yeah. moment.
1: Yeah. That's peak
2: mm. degeneracy.
1: Yeah, I remember in being in so much pain after the buffet. I remember like complaining like I really need to like go back to the hotel room and like pass out. Well,
0: all the smart so people. Pain they napped during that period. And my dumb ass was like, I want to gamble some more. (laughs) So went out with Salby. So like that day just absolutely wrecked me. But okay. I want to start here then. If, you know, so you just came back from Vegas and you, you said that, you know, I don't want to disclose it for you, but you won a bunch at Baccarat. So why were you so not down to gamble when we were there?
1: Oh, well, I mean, one because before that I had never gambled period wow um,
3: okay like
1: ever um even like uh yes so for the listeners I did come back from another trip to Vegas which like is
2: very recently yeah like <laughs> a week ago or like 2 like, days
1: ago <laughs> yeah like hello recently um I told myself no more Vegas and here we are but um I think it's just like the closeness or just like familiarity like I never ever gambled um mm-hmm. Actually, that's a lie. I played blackjack once in Vegas, hated it. You know, like I lost $110 in like 15 minutes. I was like, how is this rational? And I was just <laughs> that's like, the classic. I know. And I, I, I just remember feeling so tilted being like just sitting there like blinking and like thinking to myself, like I could have the opportunity cost of like all the things that I could have experienced or bought with that $110 just poof. And I was like, never again.
3: what Um,
0: brought you back
1: what brought me back was i don't know just like this like new uh sense of wanting adventure or just to like experience everything um i do think like in the past couple months i've definitely um become even more open-minded uh Mm -hmm. but like also just like i think in general um i'm pretty risk averse and so you know, when we first met and where we hung out, I was, like, in a place where I was just like, yeah, no, I'm not trying to, like, like, I already thought me showing up to your guys, like, trip was already pretty out of my comfort zone or pretty YOLO. Um, and so I think I was just, like, you know, easing into the YOLO-ness. That's, and, like, as fair. of late, it's been, like, pretty full send YOLO. Um, but also just because, like, I because I didn't, like, observe. Like, I, the reason why I finally got around to, like, gambling and even playing baccarat, which is like hella fun like uh it was because I had like spent enough time with the people I was with to feel like comfortable and also like not just like the people I was with but also just like watching other people play so mm. it's like um once I felt comfortable with like not even like trusting or like understanding the process there's nothing to understand I think it's just like once you get over the like um like hurdle of just or the inertia of just, like, fear um, of the unknown. And, like, the more you, like, get acclimated or, like, uh comfortable with it, it's just, like, oh, okay, like, let me try it for myself. And, yeah, I just got mad lucky.
2: <laughs> yeah, you won big.
1: <laughs> I won big, I think yeah.
0: you've out-won my entire lifetime, like, gambling, <laughs> earning, like, dead-ass. So
1: freaking one hour, dude. Bokrot's,
0: like... Uh, the like ultimate asian game like asians love bok and i don't know why because know
1: why either i was also intrigued to like understand why by like putting myself in that situation um and yeah i don- I still don't really know why but i mean i freaking do i have an itch and addiction queen. No, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, just... oh man it felt so good and my friend was like we should walk away right now That's and i was funny. like Shit. Okay, <laughs> and then we walk away.
3: Yeah.
1: so digress there might be
2: so <laughs> next time we go to vegas you're gambling with us yes hell yeah oh yeah. wow
0: yeah that's what i like okay hell first yeah. night gambling <laughs> second day and night clubbing then we have a good schedule hey, and sure, we have it all sure. planned
2: plan that's the plan okay
1: for sure especially now that i've like gone out a good number of times in vegas i'm already kind of like low-key tired of it um which is kind of cool, right? I sent you guys like that video or photo of like again Martin Garrix and literally to the T, I like predicted. I was like, yo, this man, he's just gonna play some like and 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 be permanent kind of shit. And then every now and then he's gonna like have the fucking um like
2: the steam, the like, the gas,
1: steam horns, a cool sh- gas, <laughs> cool gas or whatever horns. And literally, I predicted that shit like yeah it was just so freaking predictable and i was like this is not actually that fun but it's kind of cool seeing like um you know the energy and so but yeah anyway super down but the the cool gas
0: was saving me when we were in the club
1: oh true 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 (laughs) actually i thought i thought being uh in the crowd is actually a lot more fun than being in like the balcony, or like the tables, or whatever. I'm gonna Although- make
0: megatory. <laughs>
2: <laughs> maybe for like fifteen minutes, and then you just right. start like to pass out from the heat. <laughs>
1: Dude, you know? that was another thing, right? We were standing there for like what two hours, and us the girls we were in freaking heels. Holy, <laughs> that was so painful. It- <laughs> I took off my shoes, and my feet were black.
2: That's that's oh. the okay, but just. Rachel-
0: yeah, for context, the homegirl after the club walked down the Vegas Strip with no shoes. Like, that has to be one of the dirtiest, least sanitary things I have ever
2: seen a person do. God,
3: <laughs>
2: We're just chilling God. in the restaurant afterwards, and her feet are just completely black. <laughs> just like, Jesus
0: just Jesus. praying that she does, like didn't get some disease from the wild Vegas streets, because I don't that's wild to me, but so it must it really shows how painful it must have been,
3: too. It was
1: so painful, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to like get across. That's how much pain I was in. And I remember got mad blisters, Anna being the angel she is, I remember like getting me like uh like you know blister packs and stuff. but I literally had the worst blisters ever on my feet, and I was just like, I'm never doing this again. And lo and behold, I went back like another like two, three times. <laughs> insane,
0: oh, insane.
3: Um,
0: okay so yeah that's Vegas that's kind of how we met um, friends of friends and we have lots of like mutuals um,
3: Yeah, true.
0: so I've only ever met Rachel once and Selby a couple more times in New York since mm. but we've been vibing glad to have you on um, let's transition then to um, you know before we started you were saying you were like Superman so I mm-hmm. wanted to talk about Well, we were talking about the half marathon and how you're not injured at all. (laughs) (laughs) So like for context, everybody like Selby and Rachel ran the Brooklyn half marathon last weekend, I think.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And I had known Selby was running it. He was like preparing like he had been running consistently. And then he's like, yeah, Rachel's running. And everyone here was like, oh, wow. Like we didn't know she was training. We didn't know she was running. So like (laughs) what was the setup? Did you prepare like very impressive if you weren't really training like what was the deal there? Like when did you decide to run it and um, what was your experience like?
1: Yo freaking um well first off uh I had committed to going to Coachella weekend one probably back in like January February um again largely because of Anna and Tinting and other like peer pressure <laughs> but uh I committed to that probably in January And then I met some people, made some new friends and I don't know. I was just like, again, in this like mindset of, I'm listening to the signs of the universe right now, like telling me what to do and like letting it guide me meeting these like people. I just met for the first time. um, I thought they were cool and they were like, yeah, we're training or we're going to do the Brooklyn half marathon. And I thought to myself like, damn, I haven't done a half marathon like in a while. Like the last time I did one was my first one in 2019 doing the Philly um, love half marathon with um, some of my closest friends from college. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh, I remember like the feeling or the high I felt from just like completing it and accomplishing it. And I was like, I like, I like really want to feel that again, Um, especially just because I entered 2022 with like a lot of intention. So I remember just being like, let's do it. And, uh, I just like signed up and I was like, all right, I guess we're doing this. And I was thinking to myself, like I learned from my first experience, which I didn't train at all. Like, mind you, the reason why the first one was intense for me was because I have a really like tough relationship with cardio. Uh, I think leading up to that point, I had never, ever ran more than two miles, um, in one go.
0: Wait, so your Um, first one In 2019, you did never running more than two miles?
1: Correct. And the only time I did that was like maybe like two, three days before the marathon (laughs) Wait, what? Because I was like, I was like, oh, I should probably like see if I will die or not.
2: A little practice run? (laughs) A little practice run. So wait, how
0: did the first one go with no training? Like you were able to complete it, it sounds like.
1: I was completed, yeah. I finished it, I think, in two... It's funny. I thought I finished it in 234. I don't know why 234 was this really specific number in my head. Um my best friend who like looked it up for me later cuz apparently like they still have your records forever. Um I actually did it in 215. And <laughs> with no was, training? Like, no training. And I remember it being like cold and rainy too cuz it was like end of March. Um actually yeah, it was like the day after like my uh, birthday. Um and I
3: think I just
1: The next day i was in so much pain i've never been in so much physical pain but the like rush and like i felt like mentally was uh, like indescribable um like just nothing compared to it um but yeah i didn't train for that so i was like you know what i'm going to learn my lesson and you know not like destroy my body like i did that time Mm -hmm. it was like absolutely insane But then, you know, life happens and, like, other shit gets in the way. A little
2: (laughs) Coachella instead?
1: Coachella, Vegas, LA, my birthday, work, (laughs) like, other stuff, I guess. Um, I was just like, okay, shoot. Um, But, no, yeah, I was, like, kind of bummed because I was like, dang, I want to, like, train properly and see, like, you know, what I can do. Didn't end up happening. Um, However... I do think like what's different is that I in general started like working out more and being more active like mm-hmm. doing like lifting uh workouts or just like general workouts so not necessarily like cardio but like similarly I only clocked in three miles on the treadmill like once in February because <laughs> I was like I need to start training and um there was like a good amount of peer pressure to hold me accountable but then I injured myself in the gym by like bruising my rib, and that happened maybe, like, early, mid-February, and as a result, I, like, had to be completely sedentary, because, like, the treatment for that is to, like, do absolutely nothing, um, so I couldn't run, I couldn't do anything, so that took probably about, like, a solid four or five weeks to heal, Jeez. and, like, before you know it, I had all this, like, other, like, debauchery, events. like, wind-up <laughs> events, exactly, which I think actually you know, low key was kind of training in itself because it was like an awful <laughs> endurance play. You know, no, no, no. You tell Selby, you were there. You know, we had the New York birthday banger in New York City, and then we went to freaking Miami. for That's not day
2: training late. you <laughs> for the half marathon. No. <laughs>
1: Are you kidding me? It's all freaking mental, dude. It's all mental. Um. So yeah, I just remember I came back from like my two and a half week trip. about oh, less. Um. Went kind of ham at Coachella, but I could have gone more ham, but I didn't because I was like, okay, I'm not like trying to die. But it's funny because I was like, interesting, I had everything like planned out and I was like, I don't know what my life looks like after this half marathon. But um, yeah, it was just kind of like a, really last minute thing. I was like, dang, I have to, like, how do I, like, pick up my bib? I was like, what wave am I in? Like, I don't even know, like, what I signed myself up for. I was kind of like, <laughs> how do I do this? Dude, the and morning then,
2: like, of you were asking questions. <laughs> oh, my
0: gosh, I got, like, 3 a.m. or whatever you gotta be
3: there.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. And I went out, like, two nights before that because, like, it was a homie's birthday and I had to, like, pull through. And I almost went out the night before, but I was like, Rachel, don't be stupid. And then I didn't do it, which was really smart. Um, but Yeah, I found out, like, Anton was running it maybe, like, what, two days before? And I was just like, yo, let's go. (laughs) And then, (laughs) but yeah, it was very much like a, damn, I literally just woke up and was like, I'm gonna run a half marathon today. And uh, we freaking did it. Although Anton freaking, you know, wiped my ass. uh,
0: Wait, so, like, do you think, like, I think most average people don't just, like, not train and do a half marathon.
1: (laughs) I don't advise it. I really don't. I am not encouraging it whatsoever. <laughs> but again, like I said, I've just been in this like YOLO mood recently and I'm like, you know, I did it once. I'm still here. I'm gonna just do it again. And then, um, turns out I actually like shaved off a few minutes. So like I actually achieved a new PR, which was like also really insane. Um, but yeah, nothing like Anton, like clearly another takeaway and lesson is just like you can't take freaking shortcuts. Um, I had like an added bonus goal of like wanting to like break two hours. I felt like I was oh, there was like a period. I was like, damn, I'm actually like on track, but then it got so painful. I was like, <laughs> Frank, I can't do this. I know my limits. Um, but you know, I still tried my best, and you know, that's pretty much all you can ask for. But yeah, I uh, I think after like that experience, I've like told myself like, yeah, Rachel, you're kind of crazy, low key. <laughs> like Look. in a good way
0: <laughs> yeah like in definitely a good way that's
2: honestly super impressive like i feel like if you trained for like a month like kind of seriously like you could easily break like
1: and yo hours. i'm telling you travel like long travel that's that's training dude like <laughs> uh,
2: it, maybe like maybe you're right it's like mental training but it's definitely like not I, clocked physical in, training. I, cl- I
1: clocked in so many steps at coachella i clocked i played a full round of golf also the day before actually i clocked in like 25k steps there like sure it's not like necessarily like speed but in terms of just like keep keep going like um yeah i just keep going that's
0: insane that's so crazy so is so compared to 2019 are you like you seem less like physically destroyed like,
1: oh, yeah, dude, I'm chilling. Like, <laughs> before we started this, like, Anton's like, oh, my ice pack for my foot. Like, <laughs> melted. it. I'm like, dog, I'm I'm chilling.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened to me.
0: Well, you were <laughs> okay, kidding. and now you're not.
1: I mean, I, I was mad sore for sure the next day, but actually it was not nearly as painful as, like, um, back in 2019. So, um, I already knew that I was, like, probably stronger or more in shape than I was in 2019. Um, so I think that's also why, like, I felt a bit of confidence. Um, also like for Selby, it was like his first time, right? So it's just like, this was not my first time. I kind of knew what to expect. So like, even when like Selby was like, yo, my foot low key messed up. sus. I'm just like, yo, I've been there. Like I've had many foot injuries, like do this, do that. And he's like, Oh word. So I think, uh, Oh, what's also really messed up too, is like, I was exercising, in the same pair of running shoes that I bought in 2018, that I ran with in 2019, and literally when I was in Vegas, I was like, "Oh, I guess I should get like a proper pair of running shoes." And so it was literally just like maybe like two, three weeks beforehand that I actually like got a pair of proper running shoes, and um, I probably only like got um, like two miles in max <laughs> in them. <laughs>
0: Your pre-training is just, oh, I did a mile before doing 13 after not running for, like, six months. Let's Yo, do this. Dude, and then dude, no. just, oh, yeah, training, Coachella. <laughs> <laughs> just walking at Coachella and drinking. I
1: know. And I thought about, you know, like, prancing around in Coachella in these new running shoes to break them in. But I was like, nah, I got to look cute. Got to look cute so I didn't like them. <laughs> and instead, I wore these, like, really janky shoes. Super More cute, and, like yeah dude exactly like you put yourself through like other forms of pain you're like dude this is like nothing
0: like the black feet in vegas that's just like hey
1: yo, running exactly. is nothing
0: after that your feet <laughs> exactly, are just like
1: dude. so
0: indestructible
1: and actually that's like a really good point like while i was running i was like dude my feet are in so much pain like they cramped so early cramped throughout um shout out to like my flat-footed queens out there like literally in so much pain but actually even though that was painful not nearly as painful as uh, the (laughs) black-footed vegas so yeah everything's relative man
0: wow you're honestly convincing me that traveling and going ham is training (laughs) (laughs) now.
1: it is man it is Okay. It's a toll for some people yeah, but i'm I'll, used
0: to it i'll take note of that when i'm training for you know a marathon just go out party it's hey, all yo, mental
1: speak, speak it into existence my guy like we're already talking about let's all get the whole vegas crew and go back to vegas to do the freaking vegas half <laughs> marathon yeah we're doing I that love that's it. happening it is happening that's so degenerate I'm that on the record. <laughs> Um, hell yeah man you can only be degenerate
0: for so long you know <laughs> it, I, age is all mindset <laughs> too um okay selby do you want to segue or i can segue again uh
2: no go for it go
0: okay on. so obviously you know no training or whatever you want to call training for a half marathon you're obviously <laughs> athletic um but what people probably don't know is that running isn't your main sport or primary sport you're mm. you're a golfer and a very accomplished one so can you walk us mm. through your journey with golf when you started playing how like mm. seriously you've been playing and kind of where you're at now
1: mm, sure um yeah i kind of like describe it as like a past life of mine um picked up the sport at nine years old did you choose like it a, or did nah, your parents dude, it was, oh dude it was a negotiation because before that um You know, I didn't really realize this beforehand, but, like, because I was too young to understand. But my dad was just, like, trying to find some type of, like, activity for us to, like, bond over. And so um, as an only child, uh, I think, like, a lot of, like, the extracurriculars I did was mostly with my mom. So I did, like, dancing, swimming, piano, figure skating, like, a bunch of other stuff, like, I guess, like, quote, unquote, are more girly. Um, So I didn't really, like, have that much quality time with my dad. And so my dad was like trying to find not only ways to bond, but I think also to like, you know, instill a good quote unquote training. So he actually forced me to pick up chess. And I freaking hated it.
0: Um, <laughs> so are you good at chess also? Or? Nah,
1: dude. I mean, I can play. I can play. But I mean, my only accomplishment is probably beating some like eight-year-old or something like that who like actually like goes to chess club. So, While wow, you were also um, eight? Or like... you're? Oh, no, dude. I was like freaking like 22 years old. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, yo, like... Like, I cannot lose to this eight year old right now. Like, what is that going to say? Like, I pay like this much money to go to a freaking Ivy League institution and I can't even beat a freaking eight year old. <laughs> um, <laughs> nah, dude. Uh, but, uh, um, basically, it was just like, why I didn't enjoy it at first was one. it was super male-dominated. Like, I remember I joined this chess club in elementary school, and I was, like, the only girl. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking to myself, like, God, this is, like, not fun. Um, and we're just, like, sitting around and, like, using boring. our brain. Like, how boring is that? Like, um, but actually, the only win I got in that chess club was against a family friend of mine who I, like, tricked into uh, doing some completely illegal move. <laughs> and um I'm just, I just like managed to convince him like it was like you know legal to do <sighs> and in his best interest. and then he was like, really? and I was like, yeah, wait, what and move is illegal
2: what, what you hustled him into like getting disqualified
1: <laughs> I mean, it was just one of those like after school sessions, but like I was just like, yeah, you can like move your night like way over here And he's like, really? And I'm like, yeah and just,
2: <laughs> while you were playing. Him? <laughs>
1: and I remember he did that and then I just go checkmate and I was just like I mean it was not like I mean so technically that's the only W I got in that chess club but I don't actually remember how I got out of it I just remember like not going anymore but I just remember being the only girl and um thinking it was just like not that fun and then what made it worse too was like my dad being like the really like smart disciplined dude he is or tries to be or tries to like come off as until i got Whoa. like he really like i mean he's like a foundational dude um you know obviously like learned a lot from him he's a good dad uh uh or tried his best and then like you know he forced me to learn all the techniques and stuff like wouldn't be he, like here are the books here are this this and here are these videos here's this and i just remember being like and and like mind you i was already like doing some other extracurriculars like dance and like um, being outdoors and, like, being really active, I'm, like, this man is telling me to sit here and study for fun, like, no freaking way, um, but I did love competition, I love any type of game, so I was just, like, you know what, like, I'd rather not do this, like, can we just play, but then my dad's all, like, oh, like, we can't play if you don't, like, don't even know what you're doing, and I'm, like, (laughs) but I just want to play, um, so basically, we were, like, sitting, and I remember at home playing a game, and he just, like, looked at my face, and he was just, like, you look so, like, I clearly look so miserable. And I remember this really distinctly, just being like, I want this to be over so soon. And he just all of a sudden goes, Rachel, like, what do you think of golf? And I just, like, rolled my eyes inside <laughs> because I was just like, dude, why is this man trying to push so many, like, old man sports off of me? And I'm like, I'm like, seven years old, okay? And um, I was just like, I was like, and, and, you know, I knew my dad played golf. He, like, played recreationally with his buddies. Um, it was like always kind of like on TV with like the golf channel on. So I like, I knew what it was, but I just like clearly remember, like just purely seeing in media or like on TV, it's like always like dudes and they're like old. And so I just like made the association of like, yeah, golf is an old man sport. And I go, Oh no, like, I was like, Oh, that's like an old man sport. And my dad goes, well, if you try golf you can quit chess. <laughs> and I was like, yo.
0: Down. Get
1: me out of here. Golf like, is
0: my shit so, now.
1: <laughs> I was like, deal. Um and so like I just remembered cuz like I all I cared about was getting out of that chess game like asap. Um so yeah, was able to like get out of that chess game. Um now why it was so hard for me to like just walk away from the chess game, like that's a whole different story or maybe a whole different thing to like unpack, but like um before I knew it like my dad took me to the range with him and kind of similar like pattern my dad like forcing me to like learn the fundamentals which obviously paid off in the end in the long run but like low-key I was like damn like he's like really like drilling this into me again like kind of like low-key forcing it onto me but um you know I just like kind of kept at it and was like you know holding my end of the bargain is like kind of how I felt and um Yeah, I just like remember like picking it up like fairly quickly. And um, I played in like my first local US kids. It's like this like um, mini tour for like, that sounds like for kids. Um, It's like local tournament uh, in my area. And I remember that's like my first tournament ever or type of formal competition. And I won. You just got
0: first out of everybody?
1: I mean yo dude this is like mad chill it's like probably like, i can't even remember if it was like nine holes or like 18 holes it might have been like nine holes but i was like nine years old um and yeah i mean it was just like super chill competition it's like really casual but it's like a formal competition like, sounds I had a like everything and i just remember thinking damn feels good to win Um, or like winning feels good and uh you know i just like kept at it and i uh, wanted to like win more or like get that feeling and you know I was getting better and better and then over time I just like started shaving off like other like extracurriculars that I was doing which honestly was like really really hard for me to let go of um and then before I knew I was doing like golf like full time um at like 12 um 13 um I think like maybe on the side I was like still doing like dance classes just like maintain like my flexibility and like socially it was like a pretty like social activity for me to do because like a lot of like the girls I like grew up with like we all did that together Um, And actually, like, my dance teacher has become, like, one of, like, my biggest role models and um, uh, sources of inspiration. But, like, yeah, I just, like, went ham on golf at, like, 13, started playing nationally on um, a circuit called, like, the AJGA, which stands for, like, the American Junior Golf Association. And um, it's basically, like, the prestigious, like, go-to for, like, college coaches um, to, like, source their talent, basically. And so basically, I just like, kind of just was like, you know, focusing on like one near term goal after the other and then before I knew it, I was like, oh, I guess I could play for college. And um, so like a very young age, just like started like thinking about that, um, especially because like my parents really valued education given that that's how they immigrated to the country. Um, And so like pro golf didn't really come into the picture until like maybe a little bit later. Once I started, like, showing maybe some signs of potential, I just, like, remember being, like, this is, like, so surreal right now. Like, I'm kind of just, like, doing my own thing. But then um, it got a little bit too intense, I think, for me mentally. Um, and so, like, decided not to go professional. Um, obviously, like, I'm thankful for the opportunity to play and, like, you know, afforded me an education. Was able to go to a really great uh, university. And, um, yeah, so I played. was recruited. uh, I, like, committed my junior year of high school, which is, like, relatively late, um, actually, which we could totally go into if we want to. But, um, yeah, so golf has just, like, been a really integral part of my life, and um, I got kind of burnt out, though, so I only played two years in college and really cared about um, really exploring and leaning into other aspects of myself, and so um, was really fortunate to have, like, two Solid years of college where I got to be like a quote unquote like normal um college student, and um, yeah, I think as a result, I just like kind of like branched off from there. And only recently, I've decided to like get back into it and quote unquote come out of retirement.
0: Wow, yeah, I got mad yeah. questions, but so you wanna, <laughs> do you want to? I
2: also, yeah, wait, so can you kind of like <laughs> rewind to like maybe <laughs> closer to the beginning when you first started? Like, what was the I guess, like training, like, is it, do you join, like, a junior team and (laughs) you play with other people or, like, is it, like,
1: one-on-one? It's different for everyone. Um, I think in my experience, so there was this uh, par three, like, course relatively close to me, not that far. Um, It was, like, a kind of, like, a recreational family fun center where it was, like, they had a driving range. They had an 18-hole par three course, meaning, like, It's not, like, a proper, like, full 18-hole course, but they're all just, like, part threes. They also have, like, mini golf. Um, They have, like, you know, batting cages. So it's just, like, a very clear, like, um, spot where people can, like, you know, have fun um, and stuff. It's also, like, Asian run, uh, which I realize now actually uh, I think was a pretty big deal for me um, only because it was, like, I didn't realize how, like, well, one, I already knew that it was like male dominated in terms of like a sport, but in terms of just like race and representation, like pretty homogenous. And um, I think the fact that like I started, um, you know, practicing or like, you know, uh, establishing a routine at this like Asian run facility. You know, my first golf coach was a Korean guy and um, he was really cool, pretty young, um, really relatable. So just like didn't feel that like much pressure. Um, I just kind of felt like, oh, this is, like, what I do on the weekends on top of, like, everything else that I did. Um, But as a result, like, I met, like, you know, other, like, kids, mostly through this coach who, like, you know, would work with this guy. And um, we actually would do this, like, weekly um, competition series, which was really fun. Um, I think this was kind of, like, my first taste of, like, what it's like to play for money, um, where it's, like, we would buy in, um, I think for, like, I forget. I think it might have been, like, 20 bucks. Like 20 bucks to when play When you're like every- nine? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. I mean, okay, to be fair, this is like not my money. Like, it's parents. not fair. But you'd be gambling $20. early then. you have been gambling dude, 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 from the dude. start. No, but it wasn't like framed that way. It was more so just like, you know, to pay for like the green fees or like to pay for like, you know, like, you know, we're going to go play. Sure. Um, but what was really awesome is that because it's like, now that I think about it, actually, yeah, I don't know. Like I haven't really processed this memory, but basically, um, the more kids who would show up to play, you know, the bigger the pool. So it was like the winner would basically take, you know, the earnings and, um, yeah, I, who doesn't love money. So I was just like, yeah, like I want money. And like, um, I wasn't, I felt like that was just like a really fun way to just like spend my Saturday mornings. like have this really established routine. Um, you know, always playing with like the same group of like girls, sometimes a guy would come or sometimes it'd be like mixed, but it was mostly girls actually. Um, and, uh, we were all Asian actually. And then, uh, yeah. So it was just like, you buy in for 20 pool or payout. It's normally like 40 bucks or something like that. And then like afterwards, we would have this routine of like the winner always, you know, treats everyone to like ice cream or like candy or like some shit. And then, um, yeah, I just did that on a weekly basis. And, uh, it wasn't like some formal group or like tour, but like for sure, I think that definitely molded me into like, um, um, you know, the golfer that I came to be because like, I don't think it was a coincidence that I felt really good on par threes. Uh, par threes are like pretty challenging for some, but I was just like, Oh, like, um, I also thought like, again, from like the representation standpoint, I'd never really thought it was like that jarring or like, even just like we're talking about like, uh, like socioeconomic status too like no one really freaking cares like nobody knows like who you are like where you from like we're all just here on this like pretty like really really basic dingy par three course just like kicking it like I just remember some days like we're taking it really seriously some days we're not um, you know exchanging stories exchanging memes, and like having a good time and it was just like there used to be like this, like Sonic drive-through or something like that. I I love was all, like, Sonic. Go get Sonic. Yes, dude. <laughs> Sonic <laughs> is fire. Sonic. Sonic is fire. I'm actually missing so bad. Yo, wait, Sonic or In-N-Out? Everyone's saying In-N-Out or Shake Shack, but really, yo, Sonic or In-N-Out?
0: Sonic is pretty fire, and they have more <laughs> variety. They got like the chili dogs and the corn dogs they and the.
1: Have- Everything. Yeah, the west coasters
0: out here hate sonic but i love yeah, it i
2: hate sonic
1: <laughs> actually i didn't even know sonic was on the west coast but anyways um so sorry not trying to digress too much but um i would call that sort of like my first like real um sense of like a group or like tour it was like a very regular thing i would like wake up i'd be like damn it's so early but you know what i'm out here to get that bag and then um you know play some golf see my friends um get some ice cream candy at the end of the day
3: um <laughs> some, you know, sonic. some
1: burgers i love burgers so it was just like always a freaking treat and then um yeah I, we would literally do that the entire year so playing that in the winter spring the summer the fall it's just like um being like acclimated to like all the different weathers because actually you know in some places of the country we actually have four seasons, not, like, (laughs) you California babies. Um, So I think uh, it really, honestly, instilled a really strong foundation for me. And then from that, um, I probably did that for a couple of years. Um, And even though they weren't, like, official tournaments, like, once I got older and, like, started meeting new people, and, like, I think just, like, organic networking, like, you meet other kids who are, like, um, into the sport. And so I remember, actually, um meeting another girl from my area uh who's who's actually really good like low-key legendary um in like our area and like our age and I just like yeah started to like learn from her and like hang out with her and like play with her and then learn sort of like the ins and outs of like what it's like because like her dad used to be like a professional player in Japan or something like that so it's just like um what started out is like you know a way for me to get out of chess kind of like morph into just like oh something that I was like decent at and um it did kind of feel a little bit obligated because I don't think I truly loved it I loved winning I loved competition but the sport itself I didn't really like grow a love for until I got much much older um then like other things happened but yeah so uh did that answer your question like honestly it's, it's like different for everyone because like some people you hear like they've been playing since they were like three because either their parents like played um people who like you know grew up um around it and so it just like naturally was like kind of a thing um yeah now that this is my first time actually like verbalizing my origin of it and um I'm realizing now it's like had a huge profound impact of like like on my whole journey, um in general. Because I know for some people it's like really different in terms of just like, yeah, like going to a country club or like it was forced upon them and it was yeah, it was kind of forced onto me, but like not in I think a way most people would expect.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. Not get not in a way of getting out of chess club. (laughs) 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 Yeah, chess is boring as hell. But um okay. So then like
1: by the way what queen's gambit fire (laughs) (laughs) but like just to like put that out there like i'm not like hating on chess i'm just like i'm not that good at it
0: yeah i think i'm literally like too stupid to like appreciate (laughs) how advanced it gets like i know how the pieces move and that's about it um yeah yeah
1: yeah.
0: okay so then after like you're really young and you're playing for fun it sounds like through the high school period it was like a pretty Mm -hmm. serious endeavor and you've kind of like talked about it how did middle school oh middle school middle even school. okay so like yeah, yeah, yeah. what is that like like are you traveling around like did that impact your yeah. school life and like was that hard to deal with because i imagine this is like a middle and high schooler, i could not deal with like a semi like professional athlete totally,
1: schedule. totally. and not professional <laughs> but i think if you spoke to anybody who like um took athletics to a serious degree where they were you know being recruited they would probably share a similar um uh, experience of just like you're freaking grinding since you're maybe like like a preteen um so I remember like uh, my first out-of-state competition was again just on this like U.S. kids uh circuit um it's like a really good you know feeder for like you can imagine pe- kids who are just like uh eh, up to like 12 years old because like um for the AJGAU I think you have to be like I don't know if there's like a minimum age, but like people start to, um, I think, level up into that when they get a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my first out-of-state tournament was in like North Carolina at this place called like Pinehurst. It's like it's like the golf, nice. like the southeast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Um I didn't play Pinehurst. Pinehurst, by the way, they like have like so many courses out there. Okay. Um, and like, uh, you know, there's so many divisions. So it's like by age, by gender. Um, and so like. It's like the perfect place to host what they would call the U.S. Kids um, World Championships. And so literally you would have kids from all over the world come in. And I remember just being absolutely awestruck being like, oh, my God, this person's from like Thailand or like, oh, my God. You're even just like people from California, dude. I was just like, holy I've never met like people outside of like my small, like comfy suburban bubble in like Metro Atlanta, uh, which is where I'm from. And um, I was just like, wow, like the world, this is like maybe probably my first taste of like the world is huge in terms of like where people come all over. Um, And what's also really nice is um, they kind of have this uh, team event, co-ed team event after the actual formal competition for like, I think it's like the top, I want to say like maybe top 10, top 12 um, uh, kids age 12 or something like that. Um, kind of like as like a last hurrah type of thing because like you're supposed to like graduate onto like whatever is the next circuit. And I remember I played in that tournament for the first time at 11. Um, finished not bad, but I was just like, oh my God, like this is insane. Like these people are really good. And I felt really motivated. Um, and my mom was telling me this, that on our drive back from North Carolina to Georgia, I had asked my parents like, if I qualify um, for this what was called the World Cup, um, like, I was like, can I play in it? Because it kind of, like, required an extra day to stay there. And, like, you know, my parents both worked. And um, I was, like, I kind of always, like, also based my golf schedule off their, like, vacation schedule because this is something I didn't really appreciate until I got much older. But my, I was very, very fortunate where my parents, to the best of their ability, came to every single tournament um, that I went to. And for sure that was something like I took for granted when I was younger, but grew to appreciate much later. And so I was just kind of like, always like, I was like kind of seeking permission. I was like, if I do well, like, can I do this? And my parents were like, I mean, yeah, of course. And so I think I remember like came home, you know, back to the lab type of thing. You have like one year to come back. And uh, yeah, I managed to qualify again for that U.S. Kids World Championship um ended up you know finishing in that like top 10 or 12 or whatever and like achieve I think that was like my first time achieving some type of goal where I was like oh wow like here I am and it was like super neat because it's like they have this like big like jumbotron screen where, like everyone's like faces and like you're playing match play which is also like a different type of format of golf um that like people don't normally I think know about and uh yeah it's um it's, it's pretty neat because like a lot of like people maybe you see out on tour, like this is how we all started. Um, and so, yeah, made that event. Um, I think it was just, I think that was also like a big wake up call for both me and my parents, like Rachel's like maybe Rachel's onto something or like, or has something. And so had like serious talk um, about like quitting like my other stuff, which I was like pretty good at, but like didn't really see like a future in. So I remember like I quit ballet, which I had done for like seven years or something like that. I quit swimming. Um, I wasn't too mad about that because I was like, I suck at endurance. Um, <laughs> literally, can only do the twenty-five free. And then, um, um, quit piano because my piano teacher told me that like I was too tall to be an ice skater. Which, uh, once upon a time, I thought I wanted to be a professional ice How skater. Is How is that related
2: related to piano? <laughs>
1: <laughs> because I had like a ice skating practice session um, before my piano lesson. And I showed up to piano, like exhausted, like super gassed. And my teacher goes, why are you so tired, Rachel? And I was just like, oh, I just like came, you know, straight from like ice skating. And my mo- and she goes, you ice skating? She's like, have you seen like this so-and-so skater? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, she's like, and I know the listeners can't like see us on video, but she goes, like, so-and-so is this tall. You're this tall. You're too tall to be like hey, ice I'll- skater. And I remember, dude, I went home and cried my yeah, eyes out. Yeah, that's fucking mean. Because I I kid you not, ice skating was probably one of the extracurriculars I, um, you know, wanted to do myself. And I was like, yo, I love this. I love the feeling of like gliding on ice and doing all that. And, um, and uh, I told myself at like nine years old, I was like, yo, I'd be down to just like drop everything and like do this and uh just when I like told myself I was gonna do that you know my piano teacher just like kept it real for me and I was like I just remember thinking holy she's right dude I was like she's right yeah and I went home bawled my eyes out like crying in my like mom's arms and I was just like oh my god I have to reassess my whole career I (laughs) I just remember being super dramatic about it Um, but yeah, I was, so I was like really emotionally attached to a lot of these things that I was doing because what I also realized is that, uh, I mean, it it was fun to win, but this was kind of like getting serious because golf's not cheap. Um, it's like pretty expensive and, uh, you know, keeping up with all these extracurriculars, I don't know how my parents freaking did it, but like, um, yeah, it was just kind of like, we had this talk and I agreed to like quit all these things. And um, just focus on golf full time. Started traveling, um, and and like my social life kind of like changed forever too. Because all my summers were spent traveling. Um, so I guess that's also why I'm like not that phased by like intense long travel. Just because it was like my life for many many years, all throughout middle school, high school was. Uh, okay, Rachel pieces out for like all of summer because she's playing tournaments every freaking weekend, always in a different state. Um, and, you know, you're playing, like, three rounds and you move on to the next. And it's, like, pretty much, like, uh, getting a taste of what it's like to play professionally because that is their life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think um, balancing that with school, extremely brutal. Like, the I would do, like, my homework or, like, study, like, in the car, on the plane, in the hotel. Um, because at the same time, it's, like, once shit got real and I'm, like, oh, I could actually, you know, go to a really great college um through this uh I had to like exhaust all my options and so um I was like going ham on golf as well as school like to the best of my ability and so definitely like my social life or like general childhood not suffered but it's like not traditional and um I think what really epitomized that was like when I got to high school but um I had moved um from like the one house I grew up in my entire life uh with the people I always knew my entire life and I didn't move that far away but I moved probably like 20 25 minutes away to a completely different community different demographic for my golf because it was like getting to a point where <clears throat> you know my parents like I said working full time um and it's just like really hard to you know take Rachel to practice or like something like that so it's just like wanted to be closer to like golf facilities um where I could, like, take myself or walk myself to. Um, so, it's like, in general, becoming a little bit more independent, pretty young. Um, because also, like, the classic thing to do during the summer was, like, you, you hear of, like, golf camps or something like that. And, like, kind of in a similar vein, like, the summers would be, uh, you know, we're not in school, but our parents would drop us off at the golf course. And, like, we're just there to, like, practice or entertain or, like, fool around for, like, 8, 10 hours a day, like, literally from sunrise to sunset and um, those were, like, my summers, even before I, like, got serious playing tournaments, Um, and so just, like, being able to, um, you know, practice on weekends, where literally I would have, like, eight-hour practice sessions, um, it was just kind of, like, something that you got used to, and uh, high school, I moved, new school, new people, didn't know anybody, new demographic, knew everything. Um, I had, like, a full year of, like, like normal high school and then, um, learned that there was this like abbreviated athletic program that um, was like available to like certain students, um, who like met a certain like education requirement, like meaning like you're not too dumb. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it's also Georgia public school, so it's also whatever, but, um, it's actually not that bad and, or where I live. It's not that bad. Um, and, uh, yeah, so basically, I went to school for half a day from sophomore to uh, senior year because basically the idea was um, go to school for half a day. I saved myself some daylight time and I used that daylight time to like practice more. And then the classes I missed, I would just take online during the evening because like during the evening, like it's dark out, like wow. you can't play golf. Um, so I did that for three full years. Um, and, you know, it afforded me the flexibility, too, because as I, like, progressed, um, not only were my summers booked, but, like, I would probably have, like, an invitational or a tournament to play in once a month, um, which literally I don't understand why. It would always coincide with every, like, like, memorable social event. So it's, like, either, like, prom or, like, homecoming or, like, this football game or, like, this dance or, like, Sadie Hawkins, like, all these things that all my friends were doing, like never went to, couldn't go to because you know, golf was a priority. And um it really, really sucked. But I think that's also why like um a lot of other like kids, golfers that I would meet from all over the country, we could all relate because we were all going through um that same trade off. And um yeah, like I didn't even go to my high school graduation because uh I finally got invited to play this one tournament that I never got to play in before. And I was like well, would I choose to sit in the, like, humid heat of <laughs> Georgia for a high school ceremony where, one, I'm not even, like, valedictorian or anything like that, and I also don't really know these people because I unfortunately didn't get to spend that much time with them, uh, or do I get to go, like, play with, like, you know, kids that I've been, like, you know, booling with and, uh, you know, get to, like, play in something that I'll never get a chance to play never again? Um, So it's just like, you know, making decisions like that. And uh, it was tough. Um, I wouldn't say that uh, I had a traditional experience. I wouldn't say it was easy. I wouldn't say it's meant for everyone. Um, But for sure, it like prepared me really, really well, I think for, quote unquote, real life once I left the nest. And um, yeah, getting the opportunity to play college golf is truly like a privilege. Um, But yeah, middle school, high school, non-traditional um in like the most like raw sense of the I don't know phrase
2: wait so like looking back on all of those like different tournaments that he had to go to instead of these like social events do you think it was the right choice to like go to these things or do you think like some of them you were like "Mm, I could have just like passed on that and like maybe it would have been like a good experience to just do homecoming I mean
1: 2020 hindsight uh 2020 hindsight, but um, at the time, for sure was the right thing. I think for me, Uh, it's kind of funny. My parents were joking because, like, they realized that, like, I was, like, super social, too social for my own good. (laughs) They were like, yo, we got to tie her down because she's, like, she's a menace. Um, Like, if we literally don't say no, she's just going to, like, throw away her future. Um, I think it's kind of like how they viewed it, which sounds really extreme. Um, So like my parents weren't like traditional. I think they're not super traditionally Asian or Chinese or like tiger parents, but they were tiger parents in like other ways. Um, And for sure, it's like taken a lot for me to understand where they were coming from. And so to answer the question, I would say it was the right thing. I would probably do things differently um, if, I, you know, was in a position to parent a kid who was in the position that I was. Um, Like, because, like, for sure, there were, like, some moments I'm just, like, this is too extreme. Um, But did I have the, like, emotional maturity and, like, discipline at the time to be able to, like, you know, do what my parents did for me? Like, absolutely not. Um, And so, you know, I love where I am right now. I'm super grateful. And so as a result, like, yeah, I can't say that it was um, the wrong thing to do. Would I do things differently though? Yeah, probably.
0: That's crazy. That I mean, that's great. Like no regrets, right? Even if like it wasn't optimized at all times. No
1: regrets. Like if
0: you like no. where you're at now, like those times definitely contributed to where you are now. So that's yeah. amazing. Um, in that high school period, like when you're making all those sacrifices, what was keeping you going to continue doing this like intense schedule and <clears throat> isolating schedule like was it still that desire to win or like then did it become college focused no. or
1: it, it it was many many things and I love that you asked that question um because I actually haven't really thought about that too much but now that I'm like you know thinking about it right now um I think it was a multitude of things one being uh I mean, yeah, one being the competition element, like who doesn't want to win uh, and like, you know, feel that. And um, so I think it's like chasing that feeling. Two, though, as I got older and, you know, things got a little bit more serious. And I think as you get older, you tend to like worry a lot more, Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately. And being a child of like, you know, first generation immigrants, it's just like, I know how much my parents sacrificed. Um, yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> to like afford me the opportunities. And so it's just like, it did morph into an obligation um, as a way to like, make me feel like everything that my parents did for me was not a waste. And I think that's sort of like what ultimately led me to my burnout because it like, there was so much pressure involved. Um, you know, again, not to like, like uh, use this as like a a, a, what's the word i forget the literary (laughs) device for this but like it's not
0: ap english you're fine
1: (laughs) (laughs) not even motif not the the crutch the crutch like i keep uh, not like straw manning or straw uh whatever i don't know my my freaking basically I, like keep falling back onto this, but being like an only child, I had like 200% of my parents' attention mm-hmm. and love. But like, as a result of that, for the type of person that I am, like my personality type, it really um, felt burdensome. And it was just like, if I don't do this, then like, um, what was all this for? So like lots and lots of sunk costs, I think involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I would say that's also what kept me going because it's just like, you've already put in this much, um, got made it this far, you're so close. Like, um, like you're so freaking close. And like, that's like kind of like the same mentality with like the half marathon, right? I'm like, I showed up, I'm doing this. Am I gonna quit? No, cause I already freaking like clocked <laughs> in like freaking five miles, dude. That's painful dude. And so I think kind of like similarly, I was just like, keep going, Rachel. And, um, I also think too, intrinsically, I was like, always felt like I wanted to be somebody, uh, or like one of my biggest fears is to not live up to my full potential. And so it's just like, once you get a taste of like what things could possibly be like, I just like, can't like forget it. And so it's just like, um, like, I'll give a good example, like, I might not have, like, you know, had as distinguished junior golf career as, like, some people out on tour, but the fact that, like, I can say I've, like, you know, beaten this person, or, like, I have played with this person, it feels really good, um, because it's, like, you know the potential is there, or, like, even as something as micro as, like, yo, I just bombed this drive, like, that's, like, tour quality there, if I could do this, like, yo. Golf is easy. I
0: wouldn't know place. that feeling. <laughs> You're <laughs> describing something I had never
2: experienced.
1: <laughs> Tyler, I'm just gonna say this right now: your golf videos literally make me so happy. Like it, they, I laugh like so freaking hard.
0: Well, I'm glad because they don't make me happy, so I'm glad it's making somebody <laughs> else happy. But
1: <laughs> it's so funny. Oh my god, I just it gives me so much serotonin, actually. Um, but, um essentially I think what also kept me going too is just like um yeah I would probably like boil it down to like three things those three things so it's like a mix of like uh intrinsic motivation uh as well as like a mix of like both like positive and negative um, sources of intrinsic motivation uh negative in the sense that like not everything is like, you know, rainbows and unicorns. Like it kind of comes. It, it sometimes it would come from a pretty dark place, where it was like, um, "I'm like, if I don't do this, then like, you know, who am I?" Uh, or like, you know, what am I? And um, oh, on top of that, like all these people rooting for me, investing in me, and like believing in me. I can't let them down. Um, I think that was also like. More extrinsic motivator, and um, yeah, I think it's because for the long because, like, you know, got serious, and I, you know, like my dad quit his job after my freshman year of high school, and so it was just like, wow, like we're really doing this, and um, I didn't know it at the time, um, but like, you know, that's a pretty big freaking deal and you know god bless you know i'm blessed with amazing parents where they never ever let you know money or like anything be an issue for me and so that was like another thing too i was like come on rachel like you know i've always cared about learning about like my parents immigration experience and their stories and like where they've come from as a way to like understand them better and understand myself but like once you know and you become aware of like all the, like, things that they've done before you, I just, like, could not, like, everything I do felt like I was doing for my parents, because it's just, like, you know, they afforded me everything, Um, and so, as a result, I was just, yeah, it kind of turned into what felt like a chore, because it was, like, um, I felt a lot of pressure to succeed in terms of, like, school, in terms of, like, the sport, in terms of being a good daughter, a good friend, a good whatever. And um, it was, like, really a lot. And um, I remember when I finally decided on, like, what school I was going to go to, I felt a huge, huge, like, sense of relief. Um, And, you know, I think leading up to that decision, too, was absolutely brutal, um, extremely emotional, um, lots of, like, things happening up until that very point. But I like to say that I got a taste of like maybe normal high school of like my senior year because I just kind of like like you can drive and I was like doing all these things. I got a part time job because I was just like, yo, like I'm trying to you know get some like quote unquote normal experiences because uh, if I at that point I had decided not to play pro golf, like I literally don't know anything um, about society, so it was just kind of like, uh, yeah. But I think the source of motivation to, like, get through and persist um, makes some intrinsic and extrinsic motivators and um, also kind of just, like, blind, uh, like, ignorance is bliss type of thing. Like, I didn't know what else there was. And so it's kind of, like, felt routine mm-hmm. or even, like, mechanical because it was just, like, if I don't do this, I feel off. Um, and so I think it's just, like, with anything that you do with like a lot of repetition um, or even kind of do mindlessly, which is not good, I think. But like looking back, it was just kind of like, Oh, this is like what I do. Um, I live and breathe. And so, um, yeah, I think it kind of just like turned into a routine and I just could not see myself doing anything otherwise. And so when I ended up, you know, uh, dropping out or like, stepping off the team in college, I went through a huge, huge, like, identity crisis, because um, mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, what, like, literally, this has been my identity, or like, my way of life for over half my life, um, and so like, what now, I felt like this, like, newborn baby, um, not knowing what to do with herself. Wow. sorry no i I, I keep keep taking these questions and like just turning it into a whole monologue of like something else
0: no it's so interesting because it's so different i think than what like even which
1: i don't realize yeah like it's completely foreign this is so normal like to me this is pretty nor like like i didn't realize it was like that different until like you know you hang out with different people Uh and um you know for a majority of my life my closest friends were all golfers because you know we could relate and um and what's really funny too is that we would only see each other a handful of times a year because like we're all coming from all over places Mm -hmm. uh, all over the country all over the world mostly the country because the international players started to realize like you have to the opportunity is in the u.s and so a lot of people would move to the u.s
3: yeah
1: and um yeah so it's just kind of crazy because it's like to us this is this was our this is our way of life and um yeah so it's kind of interesting
0: that yeah it's just so (laughs) it's so interesting hearing about it and like i still have so many questions but i don't know how much so do you have more questions too
2: (laughs) yeah i feel like we talked a lot about like kind of the way that you felt this kind of, like, external pressure from, like, your family, like, that kind of expectation. But I feel like you Mm. never really talked about, like, the competition that you, like, face. Like, I feel like when you, like, play at that level, like, the people are, like, extremely good. Like, do you not feel, like, intimidated by, like, that, like...
1: Mad intimidated, dude! (laughs) Are you freaking kidding me? Mad intimidated. but,
2: But, like, are you the type to, like, kind of, like, do well under that pressure and, like, perform? Or is it, like... Do you think that kind of, like, affects your mindset and makes you, like, worse than something that you have to kind of, like, try and, like,
3: mm, push away? Mm, mm, mm. Mm, um, straight
0: killer.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I guess, like, if I were to guess, I feel like you just, like, you're straight killer. You're like, <laughs> like I'm going to fucking kick these people's asses.
1: I think I'm more of a straight killer than I was <laughs> when I was younger. Mm. Um, because, because I was so... I think I think I think the way I progressed also was at a pretty rapid rate. Um, I think for like you, this goes for any I think top performing athletes. Like you look at freaking Tiger Woods. You look at like you know the Kobe's, the Tigers, the like Serena Williams. The, Is this the
0: like, humble brag segment? You're, throw- <laughs> you're throwing your name in with some big players well, no. I,
1: was, I was just about to say I never identified or related or like could I, I never considered myself to be on that same wavelength as them
3: because
1: mm-hmm. you just you just watch them and like they just have this like natural born instinct of amazing self-confidence and um It was kind of like high. It's kind of like you know, just like any other maybe like social situation where like you're just like awestruck by like people who are prettier than you, or like smarter than you, or like more accomplished than you, or like whatever, whatever than you. And so, kind of a similar feeling where I was just like in awe of all these like girls who were so much better than me, and it's like I want to be like them. And so it's just kind of like um. It's, like, a mix of, like, intimidation, yes. But it's also a good source of motivation. Um, So, you know, like, looking up to, like, older girls who went on to, like, play at amazing schools, really great careers. Like, those were, like, my earliest role models. Um, It's, like, because I wanted to be her or wanted to be like her. Um, But in terms of just, like, fierce competition, I'm a lot... I think I'm... (laughs) I think I'm, like, intentionally more ruthless than before. I think when I was younger, I kind of shy away. I would shy away from, like, or even just, like, attention in general. Um, As much as I like attention, I'm also very bad at receiving it Um, or, like, like being comfortable in it. It's like I seek it in certain situations, but when I actually, like, obtain it, I feel really uncomfortable. Like Selby, I don't know if you could tell, but like at like the birthday banger, I felt mad uncomfortable. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Um, Birthdays are kinda always just, like, like kind
0: of like that. We talked about yeah, that, like, dude. When people are singing to you or like it's like so loving yeah. and it feels great, but then it's like, yeah, what do
3: I do?
1: I was, like, we, yeah, I was like, I was like, can we like wrap? Like, can this be over <laughs> already? Like, don't sing the whole song. <laughs> or just like, oh god, I just want to like close my eyes. <laughs> but um and. I did, I, I, I think this is also why I never was, this is also why I knew like pro golf wasn't for me at that time. Um, Like I just was too much of a scaredy cat. Um, I was like, I was like, but in some weird cases, you know, metaphorically I would black out where I'm like, so in the zone. I'm just so like, I'm going to freaking you know, kick this person's ass or like I'm going to freaking not even kick this person's ass I was like I'm going to like be the like best like I'm going to be hot right now like I'm going to like strike this drive I'm going to like nail this approach shot I'm going to sink that putt and like all those and, and I and I know like yo that's like mad swag it just like feels (laughs) really good (laughs) so I think um there would be times where I just like get into that zone and into that groove and I didn't really care about anyone else and I think that's like maybe like one of the like beautiful things about golf is that you're truly it being such a extremely individual sport like you are really um competing against yourself and I think um you know, that's kind of like what they tell you or like try to train you into believing. It's like everyone else is like doing their own thing. It's just like, who does it better? You know, who does their own thing the best? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it was I, I, I was never like a ruthless competitor where I'm just like I had beef with people or like I would like, you know, really um, say like, oh, I like really have an intense rivalry with someone actually that's not true that's i I take that back i take that statement back i had some like implicit rivalry like unspoken rivalries with some people um how is
0: it unspoken (laughs) like
1: because it's just you freaking know like you don't say like yo like you're my rival you don't (laughs) call it it's not some like naruto you didn't challenge them (laughs) no it's always always implicit because it's like you always either finish second to them or like yeah. you always beat them or like you're always grouped together because it's like, um, after like, you know, the first, second day, like you shoot the similar score and that's how they like, you know, make the groupings, they group people who, um, shoot the similar score. And so it's just like, you see the same type of people and, um, yeah. So it's like very unspoken and then even in like talking about like college spots, like there's a limited number of scholarships and spots on certain teams and so it's like yeah you're all gunning for the same stuff and um, um, yeah so I think there's a lot of like unspoken rivalry uh, maybe I just made it up in my head and I like dramatized it but I think having that like sort of like storyline in my head also you know uh, kept me going too because I fucking hate to lose. Who likes to lose? Like, I fucking hate losing money. Like, who wants to lose, you know, this? And so um, maybe this kind of, like, goes back to answering the previous question of, like, what kept me going is like I don't like to lose. Um, it feels bad. Like, feels bad to do something badly. Um, and I know what that feels like. <laughs> me too. <laughs> so, <laughs> me too. But, like, but, but like feeling bad knowing that you can do better, like, doing badly when you know you can do so much better. And so I went through a period where I was, I did not clutch it. So I know what it's like to, um, yeah, really suffer in terms of just, like, uh, not getting necessarily what you put in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was, like, one of, like, the early... Like life learning, like life lesson, like experiences, just like shit is not linear. Life is not linear. Life is not fair. Um, and I, I had to like learn and experience that pretty early on. But uh, yeah, with competitors, like just like with any sport, I think golf beef is uh, kind of interesting. I luckily don't have. Hmm. I luckily, yes, I will say this. I luckily do not have that. Much you
0: don't want to call out anybody right now?
1: I could and you have to swear to me that you would like take it off the record <laughs> you can
0: just not share yeah, dude, let's just i don't want to make a mistake and then we cause some like <laughs> waves in the golf community that sounds like too much pressure for our yeah, yeah, yeah. our podcast I mean, but just be- know that some rachel has been with some of you out there
1: hell yeah dude i mean <laughs> it's it's more fun that way right um
0: for sure i i'm really but- surprised to hear that you like categorize yourself as like sometimes a security cat cuz that's not like the energy that I would have guessed at all.
1: Mm, I mean it's it's been a long time coming Tyler and you know, you only you like we just talked about the beginning you met me at a certain time That's true. in a certain place, Vegas of all places. <laughs> um yeah, but uh we all have like our own unique journeys to like how we've come to be who we are and Sure, I might not seem like a scaredy cat, but I'm actually the hugest scaredy cat, mm-hmm. and because of that, um, it's why I uh, really push myself to um, do all these crazy things. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, that's right. Like the, the kind of good crazy, right? I kind of like I run towards the fire type of things, kind of stupid, but like um, I don't know. Something I learned about my personality. Um, just through like anecdotes from people, my parents. It's just like even from as a kid, I was like kind of reckless. <laughs> like stupidly reckless. Um, and so yeah, like I like so I think you know some people would call it naive. I think that's a euphemism for stupidity, which you know, people could interpret that differently. But unfortunately for me, naivety has like a very negative connotation. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's just kind of like how I am. I'm just like, well, either I can spend more time worrying and being scared and, you know, being in fear, or I could just send it, dude, and just, just do it.
0: An experiential um, learner, no doubt.
1: Yeah, very <laughs> much so an experiential learner. And that's why, like, my parents were like, our kid can't do math or anything <laughs> or, like, anything. But like, we're wrecked. <laughs> that was like another thing too uh my parents were like our kid is like not that smart like book smart uh <laughs> so golf is like our only is only only ticket to like getting education at this point
0: <laughs> oh god i'm sure they weren't actually thinking that um okay
1: no dude are you freaking kidding me yesterday was my dad's birthday and i literally completely unprompted he just like he's like oh your physics is so bad like he's like trying to like (laughs) tell me you know why I also love the sport now is like you know just as my dad foresaw it's like the thing that we can bond over Mm -hmm. which I'm super grateful for and so like he's telling me about his like latest like golf quests and like insights and like progress and he's trying to explain something to me and you know he's an engineer by trade and so it's just like early uh, background wise so he can't help but like Describing things to me in terms of like physics, physics,
2: physics is fake.
1: mathematically, and I'm just, I'm just, I'm just like listening, you know, being a good listener, and literally completely unprompted, okay, just like I literally did not provoke him in any way. I think I've been doing a pretty good job as a daughter, and he just goes, oh, you wouldn't understand, like your <laughs> physics so bad, like your physics sucks, and I'm just like, yep, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and just like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> So uh, yeah. Wow. My yeah, my parents, you know, that's how they,
0: you know, I like to think of it as keeps me humble,
1: you know. That's
3: just love from
0: them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: um
0: okay. So I have two more questions and they can be quick and then we can move to something else so we can end I don't know what other obligations you have in your busy social calendar. Um I don't First have any,
3: dude.
0: <laughs> Okay, first, so how do you characterize now your relationship with golf? I know you're getting back into it. You know, you're uh, you have goals now. Like, what what is that like?
1: First, before I answer that question, I want to go ahead and apologize and say that I completely monopolized the entire session. No, this is what
0: it's for. Hearing about you, Are they you don't sure? they don't want to hear about us more. Like, unless you have like questions <laughs> for us, then we can get into that too. But this is what everyone's coming to listen for, right, Shelby?
1: Yeah, oh, but I like you I like you guys. Um. What it means to me now, so many different things, Tyler. Oh, my God. Um, I think it's an outlet for me nowadays.
3: Okay. Um,
1: first and foremost, you know, it's, it's like therapy to me because it's one of the few things now where I can still truly, like, silence the noise, mm-hmm. both, like, in my head and in general society and living in New York City. Like, it's freaking noisy every day. <laughs> Um, literally and figuratively, yeah. And um, it's, you know, something that I'm grateful to still be decent at. And so times when you feel not that great, um, and everyone has, you know, those low periods, being able to like hit a good shot feels good. Um, and so just like having that like burst of um, also dopamine or like serotonin, like whatever it people need, um, to get through it, um, it's something that like makes me feel in sync. Um, you know, for a while, you know, I was burnt out. Didn't touch a club for two years, uh, even long. Actually, no, I didn't touch a club for maybe longer than that, maybe three years. And um, i I started to miss it. I would have dreams of the feeling of hitting a really good shot off real grass, okay? pulling out. <laughs> Not even holding out, dude, something as basic of what it's like to hit off really good grass. Um, And, uh, yeah, so I – first and foremost, it's, like, the thing that keeps me sane, keeps me grounded, Um, you know, kind of like going back to the basics when things start to feel um, a little bit out of control. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's first and foremost. Secondly, too, I think it also now is – I also view it as like a means to some sort of end uh, in terms of like what I feel like I can contribute, you know, to society in terms of like what am I supposed to do with my life with this like limited time that I have on this like precious earth? Like what is the, um, what do I want to contribute? And also what can I contribute? Mm -hmm. And so I think only recently I started to realize golf as a, Both like, you know, sport in the purest sense of sport, but also it as a vehicle towards um, helping to change certain narratives about like Asian-Americans, Asian-American women, Asian women, um, or even just like the sport in general. Like you heard me say at the beginning, like I immediately was like, yeah, golf is old man's sport. It's completely different now. And um, I think why it's, you know, a reignited passion of mine in a different sense is because what I love about this sport is like all the like life lessons it has taught me as well as like, you know, the opportunities. Mm -hmm. And so it's like the ability to, you know, give back or like, again, or on this vein of like wanting to contribute to something bigger than myself is like I wish everyone um, even though I said at the beginning, like I wouldn't encourage or necessarily say like the experience I had, like I would wish upon anyone, but like, I'm just such a big lover of life right now. And I have all of it to like, I'd have to like, you know, attribute a lot of that to like my experience and time with the sport. Mm-hmm. And so like, um, any type of like either lesson or like, uh, you know even opportunity whether that's education or whether that's you know meeting people or like whatever it may be like the fact that golf can be like that vehicle to obtaining um those things i think is really really special and i like love it for that and want more people to um, experience that um, and have that as well and so i kind of view golf now as like you know Whatever talent, whatever special being there is out there, I didn't grow up religious, but like, if this is like, you know, what I've been given, um, kind of like how I felt with like my parents, it's just like, this is what I've been given, and, you know, I better make the most of it. And so, kind of just like more existentially, I was like, this is what I've been given, um, make the most of it. And so, whether that's, um, through, like, um, you know, progressing in, like, my career or, like, my professional day job career or whatever you consider a career to be or whether that's, um, you know, trying to get more girls into the sport, whether that's to help people, like, find ways to make peace with, like, themselves or, like, life in general, um, yeah, if there's, like, any way I can play a role and just, like, having people benefit from the things I've benefited from it, like, yeah, so it's, like, both, you know, to sum it up, uh, outlet for myself, as well as, like, I think a really great vehicle for other things, too, um, so, yeah, that's kind of how I view the sport now, and, um, yeah, I also just, like, Miss competition, Um, miss beating people's asses. Nah, dude. I only recently realized. Like, damn, my like toxic trait is my competitiveness.
0: It seems to have served you well, uh, so I don't know. Nah, dog. It it
1: it it's served me well in some ways. It's also burned me in some ways too. So, um, all about just um figuring out how to use it for for good not to say that I've used it for no I'm not (laughs) saying I'm not not saying that at all I've just um you know I could I just know like I could be like maybe at a lot more peace if I just wasn't so competitive sometimes and full disclaimer I'm not that person who's overly competitive and like annoyingly competitive and everything it's it's kind of like a very like silent fire um that I just like kind of have brewing in me almost at all times. Like everything just feels like a game. Like who doesn't love games? That's you know? That's
0: fair. <laughs> I yeah, I can relate to that. I think. I didn't get overly competitive vibes from you though, so that's good. Like you're not like um, trying to eat more than me yeah. or like get to the airport <laughs> faster <laughs> or like anything <laughs> like that. So
1: Although, when I first met you, Tyler, oh, I thought this, I was like, this guy, holy this guy like coming at me like
0: for what holding
1: back no just in terms of like oh gooning right just goon (laughs) exactly and i was just like oh my god like this guy's trying to like out goon me like no freaking way i'm gonna out goon him (laughs) like and so i think that's sort of just like how you know our relationship or friendship has been yeah um and so in like small, small ways, I'm just like, oh, this guy's trying to like outwit me. Not.
0: <laughs> I'm all about the competition. Maybe not on golf, though. Um, okay. Yeah. Rapid fire golf questions for you. Just a couple. Um, so what's the best score you've ever shot?
1: 67. Wow.
0: Favorite course.
1: Fuck. Um, I should always have a, this answer ready, but... too many to choose
0: from too many good ones
1: no really truly i've had the i've had an immense privilege to play at amazing places but i'm trying it's like favorite anything right it's It's always hard
0: to pick so you always just got to go with one and know that you might change your mind later that's how i always do it okay okay okay
1: okay i will then say god i just have to say the bridges um in rancho santo Ranch. Rancho Santa Fe, yeah, I think it's like San Diego, only because the golf course reminds me of like a real, like what a Mario Kart, uh, <laughs> like course would look like. Okay, because, like it's called the Bridges, and literally there are like freaking like bridges over canyons and like stuff, and I'm like, I was like, what, like what the frick? And so I just like get reminded of like a Mario Kart. Sounds um, like I'd lose
0: my balls a lot. Of
1: Course. <laughs> um okay yeah
0: best part of your golf game so like putting chipping off the tee driving
1: i was gonna say i'm not that good at any of them it's all all good then (laughs) no 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 i'm I'm not that strong in any of them i kind of just you know like i kind of keep it i'm a i'm a all around okay breath player No, 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 no. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you, uh, my bunker game. Okay.
0: That's something I need a lot of help in. So perfect. Um, okay. (laughs) Best golf memory.
1: Oh, dude. Best golf memory. It would, I mean, it's so cliche, right? Like my most memorable win, um, We're still sorry what was the question best golf memory was, can be hole in one can be memory, best win
0: can be best
1: nah dude I, i've had one hole in one and i didn't get to see it go in dude in it was like too
0: far way. or like you just closed your eyes nah or? dude
1: <laughs> what happened <laughs> no it was a back left pin over like a hill. Oh, okay so it's like slightly elevated green and like you know i hit a good shot and like, i remember like going to the green and being like where's my freaking ball <laughs> and like i was like I was like, did I airmail it? Did I hit too far? Like, where'd the heck it go? And then I'm like thinking, this literally makes no sense. I hit it so good. And I'm just thinking, no freaking way. Like I haven't checked one place. And so I went to go check in the hole and there was Oh, That
0: ball. must feel so good.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I not even because I was like like I was like toiling over where my ball freaking went for so long. Um, but the best memory would have to be uh, it's so cliche, but you know winning a this like national tournament amateur tournament that was a team event uh in my home state it mm-hmm. was hosted in Savannah Georgia and um wait no that's a lie no it's not a lie i forget it's hosted in Georgia but it was really meaningful because we had uh we were the reigning champion uh-huh. in terms of like the state and so being able to not only retain and you know win it again for my state as well as win it on home soil Mm
3: -hmm.
1: as well as being like the, uh, individual, low individual medalist, as well as like, you know, winning as a team. Um, yeah. And playing my best round of golf, that's where I shot 67. Um, actually, yeah, I was in Savannah and, um, yeah, that has to be my best golf memory because, you know, my dad caddy for me, home home soil. Um, and, and it wasn't just like a, it wasn't just like a whatever tournament, like other girls that I like competed with were in the field. And it's like, yeah, I won. I both won at the individual level and like helped my team win at the team level on home turf, um, as well as retaining it. Like, just can't beat that. Um, and I think I've like chased that type of feeling again. Cause like, I just remember even that 67, everything was going, I, I, I was kind of like, I was like, what is happening right now? <laughs> My dad and I were looking at me like, what's happening right now? I was like, draining everything, Tyler. Like, it was insane. I was like, okay, 40 foot putt, it goes this way. I I hit the putt and it goes in. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> oh, I stick it to 12 feet. And I'm like, wow, I stuck it to 12 feet. I get to the green. I'm like, all right, 12 feet made it and then it's just like you know it's just like everything I visualized like everything I said and wanted it happened it freaking happened Um,
0: visualization um, manifestation
1: manifestation baby okay and then last
0: one super important competitive spirit do you think you could beat me Dylan and Adam in a scramble
1: oh wait what as in like you three yeah and and I play myself yeah yes
0: (laughs) Okay. Next time you're here, we're gonna do it. Bet I'm in.
1: <laughs> that sounds like a good
0: time. I'm.
1: Yo, that's lit. I'm honestly not confident really we
0: can beat you though. So, uh, but I'm down for it.
1: Okay. I believe. <laughs> I I I I think uh, you. Are, I was gonna be nice and say like you guys could give me a run for my money, but I'm kind of riding this high of like you said, not giving. Yeah, shit, send and, it. So I'm just like I'm I'm I must say it right now like. <laughs> No, you're not even coming close, dude. Like, not even coming close.
0: Wow. Okay, I'm down. There's, that'll be good. Next time you're out here in the West Coast, let's run it back. Let's do let's it. Let's
1: do it. Let's do it. The weather's getting warmer. Yeah, it's Gulf Come city. out the summer.
0: That that would be great.
1: Or you can come to New York, dude. I don't understand why you guys just can't come. Bro, here. that's three I'm people right
0: bringing all their stuff over to New York.
1: Dude, why are you? Why are you? <laughs> I dude, I had so much stuff with me like always. Like I brought my clubs to like Vegas for New Year's to play golf. You know, I, I dude, once you get used to it like traveling with a golf bag,
0: I don't have fun. all the travel so. stuff. I wasn't a semi-professional <laughs> traveling in high school and middle yo, yo, school. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 Don't don't be don't be capping. I'm not <laughs> semi-professional. <laughs> I don't want people out there to be like, "Yo, she mad capping." <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah. Well, that's all I have for rapid questions. Selby, do you have another... Sorry,
1: I wasn't very rapid.
0: <laughs> do you have another topic that you want to go into? Or I don't know what your schedule is either. Oh, his shit's still broke. Okay. He's working through oh, some tech that's issues. That's why he's been so silent. No! Do you want to type something or do you want to just call it? Just You can thumbs up or thumbs down. Because I have other... Oh, okay. <laughs> he wants to cut it. So we can just record something so we can just cut out this whole part. Um, so <laughs> we'll just pretend like I didn't have this interaction. So, um, okay. So thanks, everybody, for listening. We spent a good amount of time on Rachel's golf journey, which was so interesting. No, sorry, no, no, no. Like, I think that's, like, super engaging. I had, like, a great time. So as long as you had a great time. Yeah, I and I, Salby I did, mean- too. So... um. <laughs> Thank you, guys. And you can come back on again, and we can talk about other things too, because um, yeah, I'm more yeah, than down for that. Um, but yeah. thank you, Rachel. I know you have a busy social calendar for joining us.
1: Stop, dude! I do not like. I said I <laughs>
0: She's she's very popular in New York, so we appreciate her joining. Dead ass, this is all true. Always has something going Shut on. Up. Like buys out bars no. for her birthday, things like that. No! Oh my, god, oh my god he knows god. it's all true um, okay is there anything you want to plug before maybe you know i know you're you have an instagram whatever like go wild okay if you don't either
1: damn, damn dude uh, this is, see i'm scared of this sh- I'm, I'm like wanting to shy away from it but because i'm cognizant of shying away i'm not gonna shy away but i am planning to or i've kind of started to vlog my journey towards trying to qualify for this tournament um in september Let's go. so stay tuned um, yeah maybe it's for another episode but uh i do have uh instagram rachydai r-a-c-h-y-d-a-i uh i also have like a golf instagram where i kind of just like mind dump a lot of like golf thoughts um and so that's just rachydai.golf and um yeah, probably having a YouTube channel. Um, Sheesh, okay. Well let's freaking go, Sarah.
0: Yeah, wow, you are moving on to many channels. I love that. Um go follow her up. Stay tuned, September. I'm sure she's gonna be killing it in the tournament and
1: yo, actually, dog, uh I have to qualify for it first. The qualifiers in August, and who freaking knows? I could very much just like crash it. We believe and, here, you
0: know. We freaking believe. Hey. Um Follow along and then you can also capture, you know, her beating us at scramble. Maybe, probably not is (laughs) what I'm going to call it. But thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for joining us, Rachel, and we will see you next time. Bye, everybody. See you guys.